Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 6th, 2022. Before I get into the message, I have two things I need to share with you. First of all, first and foremost, today's July 6th. So one of our sons has a birthday today. That's Joshua, Joshua Benjamin Pina. So if you know Joshua, and some of you do, please wish him a happy birthday. So he's turning 16 today. It's amazing. He just finished the 11th grade. We thank God for Joshua. May the grace and peace of God continue to remain on him. We pray God's best over him that he will become the man that God destined for him to be. Another thing I want to share with you before I get into the message is that last night the Lord prompted me. Um, uh, recently, Pastor Creflo Dollar taught a message on, on tithing uh, that led a lot of people to say a lot of different things about tithing under grace and that kind of thing. And so the, you know, several people reached out to me, the Lord prompted me to do a video on it last night. So I did it for those of you that get the, the, um, the email, then the link is in the email or just go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena and watch the video that I, that I did on, on giving under the new covenant tithing under grace. And, and I believe that'll be a blessing to you. All right. So that said, let's get into the message for this morning. This is God's grace and our faith part 50. I see all the birthday wishes for Joshua in the chat. Thank you so much. Uh, Joshua is amazing. We thank God for him. God's grace and our faith part 50, the grace to experience heaven on earth. You know what I'm going to talk about today? I'm going to the, the, share with you God's reality and how it is God's will, not for you to just live with this mindset that I'm going to die and go to heaven someday, but you should live with this mindset every day that I'm bringing heaven to the earth. It's not that I have this expectation that I'm going to leave the earth and go to heaven, but I'm supposed to bring heaven to the earth every day. We're going to talk about it. Get ready to receive the word. All right, so let's get into it. We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then we've been looking at different passages in Galatians. Um, we were walking through all the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm actually led to move on to the next two verses in Galatians this morning. So let's read what the Bible says, and then let's get into the message. John 1 and 14, the Bible says, the word became flesh, and he, Jesus, dwelt among us. We were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17 says, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we've been looking at Galatians 5, 22 and 23. This morning, I feel led to go to 24 and 25. So this is what the Bible says from the Passion Translation. Keep in mind that this is new, right, to you. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this slowly. Keep in mind that we who belong to Jesus, the anointed one, have already experienced the crucifixion. Hmm, think about that for a minute. For everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. We must live in the Holy Spirit now and follow after him. Hmm. So what does this mean for you today? As I think about, there's a lot in those couple of sentences, and I'm gonna share three things with you on this morning 
really about the, the reality that heaven is your home, that you were crucified with, with Jesus, and that the life that we now live, we live by the grace of God being led by the Holy Spirit. So let's talk about it. So there's three things I want to share with you in this morning. As I get into these three things, I need you to rid your heart and mind of all distractions. Open up your heart. Three things. Number one, here we go. Once you're born again, and I'm going I'm to I'm try to take my time today because this is important. And, and this is new. I mean, whenever I introduce something new to you, I, <laughs> I want to make sure you get it. So once you're born again, you are dead in Christ. And I pray that you get an understanding of this truth. Now, I've taught this before, but I'm saying it's new now in this series. So once you're born again, you're dead in Christ. Say, I'm dead in Christ. Say, I'm dead in Christ. Put this in the chat. I've done all the dying I'm going to do. So once you're born again, you're dead. You're, you're, you are dead in Christ right now, and you've done all the dying that you're going to do. The Apostle Paul said, I just read it. Let me read it again. Keep in mind that we, you and I, who belong to Jesus, the anointed one, have already, past tense, experienced crucifixion. For everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. So everything connected with our self-life was put to death on the cross and crucified with the Messiah. So if you believe that, then that means that you are dead to the limits of your humanity. Once you're born again, you are literally crucified with Jesus. That's Galatians 2 and 20. Your old man is dead. Like your, your, your old nature is dead. You have a new nature. What is natural to God is now natural to you. What, what, is, what is natural to God in his realm is supposed to be natural to you even in this realm because you're in this world, but you're not of this world. You are dead in Christ and you're a dead man walking. Say that. Say that out loud and put that in the chat. I'm a dead man walking or a dead woman. So now, so I am alive in Christ and the life that I now live, I live it by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. The life that I now live, I'm living it by the resurrected Jesus. Why? So I'm dead. I was crucified with Christ. My old nature was crucified with Christ. And now the resurrected Jesus is now my reality. And so, so I'm walking around dead to my own nature. I'm walking around alive to this new reality. Say that out loud. I have a new reality. You can put that in the chat if you want. I have this new reality. I'm walking around. God has called me to operate in his realm. Heaven is now my home. And so, so now I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. And so I'm living this new reality. Now, remember this series is about God's grace and our faith. So I'm telling you that the grace of God has been made available to you to be dead to self, to be dead to your humanity, to be dead to your limits, to be dead to the old person, and to be alive to this new person, that's grace, but you have to believe it. You have to now believe everything the Bible says about you. The life that you now live is the life Jesus died and was resurrected to give you. So just like Jesus was raised from the dead, the text says you have been raised with him. So you are resurrected, you, you're living this new life, now, you don't deserve it, right? God has forgiven you of all your sin, all your sin. Say, say that, put that in the chat if you want. I, I'm free of sin. Sin is no longer your issue. Sin is no longer your problem. You're not free to sin, you're free from sin. You are free from the power of sin. Death, Jesus took the sting out of death. I'm not afraid of dying. I've done all the dying I'm gonna do. Sin is not my issue anymore. I'm free from the power of sin. God is not holding your faults or your flaws against you. God planned 
to give you this amazing life from the foundations of the world by his limitless grace, by his unearned grace. And now you have to exercise faith to be able to lay hold of this grace. Now, it's true that the enormity of God's grace, like when I tell you stuff like what I just said, the enormity of God's grace, the goodness of God, is often hard for us as mere humans to comprehend. Like, like it's, it's hard for me to believe what the Bible just said, that I was, I was crucified with Christ. My old nature was crucified with Christ, with the crucifixion. I'm, I'm, I'm a dead man walking. All of that is dead. Now I'm alive to him. So you got, it's hard to wrap your mind around this, but we must believe it by faith. So here's something for you to exercise your faith to believe. Everything connected to your old life, your sinful desires, your sinful nature, it was all nailed to the cross with Jesus. Say that. Say it was nailed to the cross with Jesus. See, when you believe that, now you can, you're free to embrace the grace of God and it will transform the rest of your life. The day you got born again, you were supposed to be different. But the problem is that you are different in the spirit by grace, but you don't know how to believe it until somebody teaches you, until you get a revelation of it. But when you start to believe what God believes about you, you start to walk away from your old nature and you embrace the new nature that God gave you. And what is natural to God will be natural to you. And so say that, say what's natural to God is natural to me. So I can embrace the grace to die to my old self. And I pray that you do. And once you do, once you embrace the grace to die to your old self, your own sinful nature, then you're free to live the rest of your life by the grace of God. You're free to live the, the rest of your life, living the life that God planned for you before the world began. So as I close out this first point, I need you to get that this down in your heart. Look at me, look at me. Please stop judging your future by your past. Judge your future by God's grace. Judge your future by the plans that God made for you from the foundations of the world. Say that, I, I refuse. I do not judge my future by my past. I judge my future by God's grace. God is good. God made plans for me from the foundations of the world. God wants to use me because God wants to use me because God is good. God made these amazing plans. And sometimes I don't feel like it. Sometimes I, I, don't, I don't feel like what God said, but I can't live by feelings. I have to live by faith. I have to believe what God believes about me. And so now I'm going to embrace the grace to become the man or the woman that God called me to be because I'm dead to the old man. The old man is gone. The Bible says all things are new. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. Say amen. This is the gospel, y'all. All right. Number two, Jesus died so for you so you can live for him. So Jesus died for you so now you can live for him. And so this is what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. The apostle Paul said, the love of Christ controls us because we know that one person died for everyone. Put that in the chat. One man died for all men. That's Jesus. One person died for everyone. One man died for all men. But then Paul says, so all have died. The love of Christ controls us because we know that one person died for everyone. Then Paul says, the Bible says, so all have died. All of us were born again. He died for all 
so that those who live would not continue to live for themselves. So, okay, now that I'm in Christ, I'm still alive, but the text says I should not continue to live for myself. I should not continue to live a selfish life. The Bible says he died for them and was raised from death so that they would live for him. So because Jesus died for me, say that out loud. Jesus died for me, so now I live for him. Jesus died for me, so now I live for him. I'm not going to live a selfish life. <clears throat> I'm not going to live selfish desires. No, one man died for all men. I'm now dead in Christ. Jesus died for me. So now I get to live for him. So now that Jesus died, watch this. A lot of Christians don't understand. The text says, you died too. Say, I died too. Jesus died, but guess what? You died too. You are now dead. You're dead to your own nature. You're dead to, to sin. And you're dead to the limits of your humanity. You, you are dead to human limits. This is why you can see no limits. You see no boundaries. You are dead to human limits. You are dead to your sin. You are dead to your flaws. You are dead to living your life by human performance. No, you are now free to embrace the grace of God. If you're born again, listen, the text says you're not supposed to live the same way that you lived before. Everything that you lacked, mm, glory to God. Listen, every, when you came to God, Everything that you lack, every flaw that you had, every limit that you had, everything that you said, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough connections. I don't have enough education. I don't listen. Everything that you lacked and every earthly limitation was crucified with Jesus on the cross. So now you're free. Say I'm free. You are free to live the life that God called you to live. You are free to live beyond the limits of your humanity. You are free to live by the grace of God. You are free. Say, I'm free. You are free. You are free. You, you are not limited by the limits of your humanity anymore. God included you. The text says, God included you in the death of Jesus so that he can include you in the resurrection of Jesus too. So now you, you were crucified with Christ. Guess what? Jesus was raised from the dead. You're raised from the dead. Now that you're born again, that resurrection power that was a made, made available to Jesus is made available to you. And so Paul was like, man, I just want to know him in, in the fellowship of his sufferings and in the power of his resurrection. You, you want to know God in the power of his resurrection. And so how do you do that? By embracing the grace of God. You are free. You are free to live the life that God destined for you to live. You're, you're not bound by the limits of your humanity. You're not the same person anymore. You, that person is dead. And so now you're free. You're free to live beyond the pain of your past. You're free to live beyond the flaws and the failures of your past. You're free to live as Jesus is. Say that. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. So you are free. You're, you, you are embracing the power of the resurrection. Jesus was raised from the dead so that you can live the remainder of your days in honor of his death Say amen to that. Say, he died for me, so I live for him. Yes, I he Jesus is my life. It's not Jesus has a part of my life. Jesus is my life. I'm in him. He's in me. Say amen to that. You got it? All right, number three. I only have three things for you this morning, but I'm taking my time because I really want you to get this. So three things. All right, the third one, final point. Christ's, Christ's resurrection was your resurrection too. Jesus's resurrection was your resurrection too. This is from Colossians 3, verses 1, 2, and 3. This is what the Bible says. The apostle Paul wrote this. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. 
So, so say that Jesus's resurrection was my resurrection too. So first of all, we, we read in Corinthians, his death was my death. And now in Colossians, his resurrection is my resurrection. Now, I know that humanly speaking, it's hard for you to wrap your mind around this, but you got to believe it by faith. This is why the Bible says, this is why we are to yearn for everything that's above. For that's where Christ sits, enthroned at the place of power, honor, and authority. So Jesus is enthroned in heaven at the place of honor, power, and authority. He's sitting at the right hand of God the Father. And the Bible says that we're, we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So the Bible says, yes, feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities, not with the distractions of this realm. Oh my God. The Bible says the stuff that's going on down here is a distraction, that you're supposed to be thinking about heaven so much that, that, that the things that happen down here are a distraction to what, what heaven is revealing to you about you. The Bible says your crucifixion with Christ, so say, say my crucifixion, it is your, you have to embrace it, right? Present tense, you have to possess it. My crucifixion with Christ, the Bible says, has severed the ties to this life. Like this is the limits of your humanity. And the Bible says that once you're crucified with Christ, it cuts the ties. Like you are severed from the limits of this life. And now you are, you are free to live the life that is hidden in Christ. I am disconnected from the limits of this present world and I'm living, heaven is my home and I get to experience heaven on earth. So if you're in Christ, the Bible says that his resurrection has severed, has cut you off from the limits of this life. Say, say I'm severed from the limits of this present world. So now, you, listen, you're supposed to fill your heart and your mind with the things that are above. You're supposed to be meditating and medicating on God's word day and night. You're supposed to think about heaven and all the things that God is revealing to you about you. He's revealing things that are future to you, but past to him. And when you say, well, how am I going to do it? Stop. You can't limit yourself to the limits of this present world. What is natural to God is supposed to be natural to you. Since there's nothing God can't do, guess what? There's nothing you can't do. Why? Because God lives in you. Say that. Say, there's nothing I can't do. Say, say I can do all things through Christ. You got it? Let me keep going. The text just explained to us that Jesus's death was our death and Jesus's resurrection was our resurrection too. So now we're to set our minds on the things that are above. I've told, taught you this before, like you can set your mind, like you set a thermostat. So, so uh, you have a thermometer and a thermostat. A thermometer just kind of reads the temperature. So whatever the climate is, it changes to the climate. But a thermostat, you set it and then it changes the climate. And so so just like you could set a thermostat, you can set, the Bible says, set your mind to the things that are above. So you can set your mind to the heaven setting. So my mind is set to click, 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 heaven. And so now that my mind is set to heaven, Paul says, I can feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts with heavenly realities and not the distractions of this realm, the earthly realm. So the natural realm is a distraction. So I'm setting my click, click, click heaven. And so I'm meditating and medicating on, on heavenly realities. I'm setting my mind on the things that are above. I set my mind on the treasures of the heavenly realm. I fill my thoughts with heavenly realities and I'm not distracted.
by the natural realm. I'm not distracted by the things that are, that are down here in this world. So I'm living on earth with my mindset on heaven. I get to experience heaven on earth. God wants us to be so heavenly minded that the natural realm seems like a distraction. Like God wants you to go like, well, you're like, Brother Pino, what does that mean? Okay. This is what it means. Let's say you go into your prayer closet and you're praying for your marriage. You're praying for your children. You're praying for your business. Now, let, I'll just use those three as an example. So you go into your prayer closet. You're praying for your marriage. You're praying for your business. You're praying for your children. And let's say you're praying for, for healing. I'm going to use four, four examples. So you go into your prayer closet. You're praying. So the Bible the Bible's teaching us that we need to know what heaven says about marriage, what heaven says about our children, what heaven says about our business, and what heaven says about our body, like from a healing perspective. Now, when we come out of that, if we experience something in the earth, in this natural realm, now our marriage, if when we were in the prayer closet, God is showing us things about our marriage, God is showing us things about our children, God is showing us things about our business, God is showing us things about our body, and we receive it. Then we come out and watch this. When we when the earth doesn't look like what heaven was showing us, then the Bible says, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted by what's happening down here. You got to be so heavenly minded that you're going to keep saying what you saw. You're going to keep believing what you saw, that you will not be waved. You're not going to be moved to the left or to the right. Oh Lord, my children in the natural realm don't look like what you're revealing to me. I'm going to speak what you reveal to me about my children. I'm going to speak life and blessing over my children. I'm going to say what you're saying to me about my children, and I'm not going to be distracted by what I see. I, I'm, I'm going to keep saying what you said until I see what you said. Oh, my marriage. My marriage may not be on that level. Okay, I'm going to speak this. And watch this. When I'm doing that, it's going to lead me to parent my children differently. It's going to lead me to minister to my spouse differently. Okay, my business. My business doesn't look like what you're, what you're speaking to me, but I'm not going to be distracted by what I see. I'm going to say what you said what you said to me in the prayer closet, and heaven is my reality, and I'm going to keep speaking it until I see it. And so, so yeah, I'm going to, and watch this, it's going to cause you to lead your business a whole different way, your body. And so you're like, Father, you speak to me, and you told me that this healing is already mine, that this sickness, this disease that's attached itself to my body, it has to die in the name of Jesus, that every system of my body I, I declare what you declare. It will function in the perfection in which Christ Jesus created it to function. And now you come out of that and you're like, oh, glory to God. And so I receive it. I'm not distracted by the pain. Lord, I feel the pain, but I'm still going to speak life and blessing. I feel the pain, but I'm not going to be distracted because I know what heaven told me. And I'm going to keep saying what heaven said until I experience what heaven said. I go to the doctor and I get a report. Mm, that's not the report I'm looking for yet because that's not the report that heaven showed me. Heaven showed me going to the doctor, getting a clean report. You know what? I'm going to keep believing that one of these days I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to get that clean report. I'm not going to be distracted by the things that I see down here. Come on, man. I'm telling you, heaven is your home. Heaven is your reality. That's what this, the, the text is saying. Heaven, listen, you're, you are born from above. You're supposed to be living in that reality. You are in this world, the Bible says, but not of this world. So God's kingdom has come. Now it's time for God's will to be done. Where? On earth. How? As it is in heaven. And so, so that's how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to live on earth 
as it is in heaven. How? By the grace of God. God has already given me the grace. The grace of God is already available. The series is about God's grace and my faith. And so now I'm going to release my faith to embrace God's grace. Everything the word is telling me, Jesus's death was my death. Jesus's resurrection is my resurrection. I set my mind on the things that are above. Heaven's realities are my realities. I'm not distracted by the things of this world. That's how I'm supposed to live. So now, watch this. That's good news. The good news is I'm not limited. I'm not limited by the limits of my of this present world. I'm not limited by the limits of my humanity. I'm not limited by the fact that I don't have the money. I don't have the education. I don't have the experience. I'm not limited. God is showing me some things and God has, has translated me. Watch this. God has already provided you the grace to experience his best. By the grace of God, watch this. By the grace of God, God translated you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. God called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. God ascended you in heavenly places, seated you at the right hand of the father with Christ Jesus. That's already happened. It's already done. God covered you with the blood of his son, Jesus. God filled you with the Holy Spirit. God called you according to his plans and his works and his purposes. God did all of this by grace. What are you supposed to do now? You provide the faith. My question is, as I close, God has provided you the grace for all of this stuff that I just said, but will you provide the faith? That's enough for today. God has done his part. His part is grace, but we are the just and we live by faith. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, I am in Christ. Christ Jesus is in me. I was crucified with Jesus. His death was my death. His life is now my life. I am dead to sin, dead to self, and dead to every earthly limit. I don't judge my future by my past. I judge my future by your grace. I live the life that you birthed me to live. Because of Jesus, I am free to become the man or woman that you destined me to be. Your kingdom has come. Your will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven and it will happen through me. I am free to experience heaven on earth. I am free to leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. And it has nothing to do with me, my performance, or my goodness. It has everything to do with you, your son, your spirit, and your grace. This is how I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow, there'll be another one. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you should should probably want these notes. You get the notes for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. This is one of those messages because some of this might have been new to you. You might need to listen to it again. Get this down in your heart. Get this down in your spirit. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I thank God for you. I appreciate you. Heaven is your home. Go out there now and experience heaven 
on earth. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.